What's going on, Sports Nation? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we will be breaking down news that's relevant in the sports world. It's your guy, Eddie, here. And it's your other boy, Well, Yo, real quick, this is Women in History Month. I don't think that we've recorded since, right? Have we? Yes. No, we probably have. I don't even know for real. But I think yes. I think I recorded it like early March, I think. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so we are in Women's History Month. So shout out to Taylor Rooks. Shout out to Theo said the right name here, bro. Oh my gosh. Shout right. out to Taylor Rooks. That's my girl for real, bro. Yo, yes, yes. Shout out to Taylor Rooks. Shout out to all black women as well, too. Like, you know me, I love my black women. You see, no, uh, uh, no, 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 water, we don't discriminate, just, we don't discriminate here. No, 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 but I'm just giving my props to my black women out there. I'm not discriminating anything, but I just want to give my personal props to black women because I am African American, so I just want to say that right after. Uh, black History Month is Women's Month, and I want to give my black queens out there the props before I give any other race. You know what I'm saying? So, you guys do your thing. But also, props to the races out there, too. Doesn't matter who you are, Caucasian, Asian, um, Latino, Latina, at least, sorry for the matter. It, like, you guys all deserve props. But my black woman yeah. out there, kisses, kisses, you know what I'm saying? Did you hear me kiss? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, bro. Like, don't do that again. Like, oh, don't sorry, ever do that I'm again. Sorry. Like, while you oh, talk about it, we should clip that. We should clip that right there. Don't, like, don't ever do that to me while we on the phone. I was bro. kissing the black like, woman out there. Not like the phone, but like, don't do that. Like, while we communicate and ever, bro. Oh, like, what's okay, wrong okay, with okay. you, man? Like, what's wrong okay, with you, bro? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you fell and bumped your head? No, I have because my bets has been selling me, and like, reason why I'm I'm so upset right now. But it's okay. We I mean, look, bro, I'll be trying to tell you to stop betting on hockey. Hours. No, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Uh, I just can't. Listen, <laughs> you know what happens when you bet you in your company. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 man. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> okay, so let's just get straight into it because, like, that's kind of funny when I think about it. It's, it's sad and funny at the same time, right? So I'm sure you guys all have heard of Calvin Ridley. Yes, I took a year off of football because of I believe some mental issues, emotional issues. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but he just needed some time. And this guy <laughs> coming into the season for next year, now is suspended for 17 games because he was putting down some parlay bets <laughs> on the Falcons. Oh, my goodness. On his own team, for the matter of fact. That's so crazy. No, I thought that he didn't bet on his own team. He didn't? I thought I, thought I saw no. a post that said he bet. Uh, okay, let me. Yeah. I, I, I'll look it up, but like I saw a post that said, "Yeah, right here." It says, "Per source, informed investigation really placed three player parlays, uh, three, five, and eight teams, and bet on the Falcons to win. He bet on his own teams to win, <laughs> and all the bets were placed between November twenty third to twenty eighth, and the Falcons beat Jacksonville on the twenty eighth. <laughs> I'm dead. Nah, man. Oh dear. I'm oh, I'm dear. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you." Let's be honest. I don't think that what Calvin really did is that big of a deal, um, considering the circumstances of which the bets were placed under. Now, I get it, you know, like the integrity of the game. But um, in my opinion, what he did did not affect anything because he bet on his team to win. And he wasn't with the team. He was away from the team. So his bets didn't affect the outcome. It's not like he was playing in those games, like where he could have affected the outcome. Like he bet on his team to win. You know, like, so to me, I do think that the rule is a bit absurd. 
But I understand why players should not be betting. But I think that the punishment is just like a little max. I'm not going to lie. I think, you know, 17 game suspension, considering, again, that he did not really do anything to affect the game. He didn't like he didn't affect the integrity of the game because he didn't play in those games that he bet on. He wasn't even practicing when he placed those bets. He wasn't even with the team when he placed those bets. So to me. Yeah, I think that it's a little, uh, it's a little harsh, but you know, I I get it. Like you got to make an example out of somebody, right? So, I guess they're making an an example out of Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I get it too. To be honest, like it, it's tough, and I definitely understand from a personal standpoint of not placing any bets while you're in the company on any league game. So I understand that point all the time. Like I would never do that. And for Calvin Ridley, when I first saw this post, I was just chuckling in my head because I just wondered what would have happened if I did something so stupid and placed a bet on any NBA league game, I would have been like pissed off and screwed over by the way. But, yeah, but the thing is, right. Let's just say hypothetically, yeah. right. Let's say okay. hypothetically, let's say, okay, so you work for the NBA, right. Yes. And let's say, and let's say, so they told you, Edwin, you can't bet on NBA games. Cause you know, X, Y, Z, right. Whatever the company policy is as an employee, you gotta, you know, follow their rules. Cause you decided yes. to work there. Right. Okay. Yes. Now, let's say, hypothetically, you bet on NBA parlay, right? Like, you're just like, you know what? I don't care, right? And you just do it. Mm-hmm. And let's say you win a parlay for, like, $2 million, right? Jeez. No, I'm saying, like, let's just say, right? Like, let's say you, okay. you just took the risk and you That's hit that, right? <laughs> okay. Now, let's be real, especially from, you know, even for me. To me, even if I possibly lose my job, that's still a dub for me. Because what are the odds that I even make? A couple million in my in my lifetime, anyways, right? Good, yes, good point. Yes, right. Okay. Now, what makes it so idiotic is because unlike us, Calvin really is in a much different position where it is yes. a thousand and like where is it a hundred and fifty thousand percent never worth it. Especially mm. when he said that he only placed fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars cost him eleven million dollars. It did. Which is a terrible like, way he lost eleven million dollars, bro. That is Dude. probably the worst betting outcome in the history of betting outcomes. So the difference is, whereas we're betting right to make mm-hmm. money, Calvin really don't need the money. You don't need yes. the money. You're already a millionaire. So what you betting? Fifteen hundred? What are the odds? Twenty thousand? I don't know. <laughs> like so. So let's say even if. Like no, matter, no matter of fact, let's say even if his bet was for a million dollars, right? That's still, I mean, look, of course, you know, anybody could deal with an extra hundred, you know, like with an extra million. But you're already mm-hmm. making millions. There is no yes. bet that you can do that's going to change your life. Your life's already set. On top of that, why the hell are you betting on NBA? I mean, on NFL games. NBA games are way better to bet on, and it's yeah. more like and it's more games, so it's so more hard. opportunities to make more money. Yes, and hockey, I don't know why. I don't know why. Too. Really, just didn't tap in with me, man. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have had him right. You feel me? Like Willie? Yeah, I mean, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, Willie. Yeah. But really, could have uh, retired an early, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you would listen to you, if you would have gotten any counsel from you, he would be living in the bank right now. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, but no, yet yeah, no. Look, look. I also do want to say that Calvin really needs to get off Twitter. He's an absolute idiot. He's talking too much. Like, have you been seeing his tweets? He's talking too much. I have like I don't understand. Like he's just gone. There's gonna be more healthy when I come back. He said I could even watch football at that point. 
And then, as you mentioned before, the $1,500 bet, that was pretty bad, too. Like, bro, come on now. You're just making it worse. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, it seems he doesn't care. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems as such, to be honest. And I, I want to go back to a point where you brought up about how this, um, you know, then how the NFL views this kind of um, suspension. Because when you look at this kind of law-breaking thing that he did or a company-breaking thing that he did, compared to the other major suspensions in the NFL, that just tells you all about what you need to know for the NFL and how they treat things. So I want to give you a couple of examples. Ray Rice beating his fiance. He got suspended for two games. Adrian Peterson, felony child abuse, six games. Greg Hardy beating his girlfriend, 10 games, reduced to four. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott hitting woman, six games. Calvin really 17 games for using FanDuel. Josh Gordon, six seasons for smoking weed. I mean, that's what that's going Okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I don't kind of like how like you're wording some of this stuff. Josh Gordon was not spending for six seasons. Josh Gordon got reinstated about once a season, but the guys keep failing drug tests. No, 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 I'm not talking about a total of six seasons, but like it's been a perennial time in his life where he just kept on getting suspended. Yes. Well, I mean, but that's because he failed multiple drug tests, though. So I mean, like that, like that's kind of on him. Um, with the eight, uh, look, 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 I, I agree that the domestic, um, you know, like abuse stuff, I think that. You know, I think it's weird that gambling has such uh, like a more, Very I guess, weird. like lengthy uh, punishment. But yes. I guess, like, let's be real. Domestic abuse doesn't affect money. Gambling affects revenue, affects money. People could think that, you know, since Calvin really was betting on games, that maybe he fixed games. Maybe he told players mm-hmm. to, like, do mm-hmm. that. So, like, now you could open up yourself to potential lawsuits. You know, like, the league could lose money. I think that's mm-hmm. where the issue is Um, on that that's a good front. Point. It's but, a good point. You just question yeah. the integrity of the NFL, though. I just yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. Which which the NFL is definitely not, you know, because I, I'm not going to lie to you. Let's say, like, if Calvin really placed these bets while he was with the team, then let's say some real suspicious happened and, like, they lose kind of questionably because, like, he drops, like, a game-winning touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. But and let's yes. say, so now I'm sitting here like, whoa, I bet on him to score that game. Yes. And it's just come out that he's bet. And he just so happens to drop a game-winning touchdown, and his bet was for them to lose the game. You know what I'm saying? Now yes. you could possibly sue the NFL, like you could possibly sue some people. So yes. I think just so I think like when it comes to like uh, the like the uh, domestic violence thing, even though that's bad in itself, I, I don't think like it, it doesn't affect as many people that the NFL would really care about. Like let's be honest, like the NFL cares more about losing money than it does about domestic violence and all this stuff, as we can see. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely insane. But you know, it's kind of weird. The Adrian Peterson what? one's a bit weird. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't mm-hmm. think that he should have got suspended uh, for beating his kid. I mean, like you know, like we're all black. We're not. I mean, we're not all black. But me and you are black. <laughs> like we've gotten beat growing up. Like, but how like, bad I, though? <laughs> nah, but he didn't beat his kid like anything crazy. Like he just beat his kid. Like that was it. Like he wasn't abusing his kid. He beat his kid. That was it. So you know how it is. Like nowadays, though, you know how you can't really like hit your kids anymore you know people try to tell you how to parent you know like how to parent your kids kind of so i mean you know i think think that was a little like, extreme as well but you know it is what it is now but i do agree though if you know even if Adrian's just like even if peterson was suspended for that it, sh- it should have been longer i guess than what somebody that's gambling would be but it's just more kind of you know it's like more different dark paths that it, it, it that it can go down like you lose a lot of money like through lawsuits if players are gambling so because i would definitely sue like if that would have affected like one of my bets 
I, I would have definitely been like, wait, like this got to be like somebody I, I can get like my money back or I can get like what I would have got paid out if you would have caught the ball or something like, yeah, and it opens up too much. Okay. Okay. All right. So speaking of punishments, um, this is actually a piece of news that I'm not sure exactly why I didn't pay more attention to it, but I definitely did wow. see it. Richard Sherman. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see that news? No, I did not actually. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. So, uh, according to ESPN or the article that I read, um, uh, Richard Sherman, who was recently with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, uh, pled guilty on Monday morning in Seattle to two misdemeanor charges stemming from his July arrest. And also, I his heard July arrest him. of what? What did he do? Um, July arrest, 2004, okay, July 14th. Um, said that he drove his SUV into a closed construction zone. Um, and then sustained a significant damage, fled the scene. Um, then he attempted to break down the front door of his in-law homes, which was caught in the surveillance system of the Redmond, Washington residence. And also, oh, yeah, he had been okay, drinking that heavily. I saw. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, drinking heavily mm-hmm. and speaking of killing, killing himself, according to police reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was trying to break that door down. Like, did, yes. did you see that? Like that video, course, yeah, nah, he was going in on on that uh, door. I, I don't really know like what the issue there was, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't really care. Like that's not news to me. Who who cares? If I'm being yeah, honest, I mean, hey, I, I, like, get yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's but like, you yeah. Would think that you would see the example of. I mean, this was some time ago, so I, I get it. But once again, the whole idea of these junk drinking while driving and mm-hmm. doing things out the ordinary when you are a millionaire says a lot to me i don't know what it is i sometimes you forget these guys are people too but like seriously yeah i mean come on now i understand like what you're saying and you know i do agree with you and i think it's terrible to drink and drive but like looking at it from like our point of view like i think it's so easy to just say i would never do that right because i don't think i'd ever do that um, but like when you see like that, like but like when you see that, like people and I was athletes, when you see just like regular people, and Jordan Poole is cooking, by the way. He has 11 points, he scored that in like in like one minute beast. What was your what was your over under for Jordan Poole? Uh 22 point no 21.5. 21.5. Okay, so I I didn't I didn't get 22 and he got halfway there in a the space of a minute. Yeah. He didn't have not one point heading into this last two minutes of the second <laughs> So that's tough. But back to the uh topic on hand though. Yes. Yeah, like I think it's like it's so easy for us to just say that because I think like we know that we'd never do it, but mm-hmm. like it, like I mean, maybe like it's harder or like maybe it's easier said than done because we, we see because everybody sees so many examples of why you should not drink and drive and what the outcomes can be, and yet people still do it, like not even mm-hmm. just athletes, just regular people, like mm-hmm. you know, like millionaires. Like, you have, you know, like, rich kids who get drunk and they're driving their Ferrari. Like, you just see all the time people just drink and drive. I don't understand. It's like you would mm. think that people would just learn from the mistakes of others. I, I know. I mean, that's definitely what I've done. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, shoot. Like, you know, like, you see, like, the accidents for, from, you know, like, you're going to drive and you hear about people that died. And I'm like, the, oh, shit. That is crazy. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I'm, I mean, it, it's just like maybe it's easier said than done because so many people still do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand how that could be easier said than done, to be honest, because just the deaths alone says a lot about it, like how the whole situation is going. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that you can feel good for yourself. I mean, God forbid anything happens. But let's just say, for example, that a person I know, at least, 
God forbid, dies because someone else is being careless and drinking and driving, and they didn't really think to themselves that like, this is not a good idea, but they still took the risk anyway, and it cost mm-hmm. someone their life. Like, that should be enough. As supposed to, I, I also in addition to the car damages, whatever you bump into, whatever you you drive into, for that matter, yeah. that's all I enough. The 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 financial security that you have is not gone. To be honest, do you know like what I think that it is? What is like it? maybe it's because I I don't really like drinking, so maybe that's why. I think mm-hmm. if you enjoy drinking, then maybe you do it too much, and then you just can't think straight anymore. But like I I don't really mm-hmm. like drinking like that. Like drinking does not taste good to me. So. Really? So, like, I've never gotten drunk to, like, the point where I'm not in control of, like, myself, kind of. Like, I, I think when people drink and drive, like, mm-hmm. I don't really think that they are making that decision. Like, like I think it's however the alcohol has you feeling that makes that decision. But I, I don't think that you're, like, level-headed making that choice. Maybe. Yeah, you, you, you raise a good point. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I just, but I mean, but I, I mean, but I don't know though, because like I, I've never been that drunk, so I, I can't say that if if you're that drunk, that you decide to just start acting different. Who knows, right? But whether you act different or not, when you know that you're gonna go to an event, that you're gonna start mm-hmm. drinking, or even if you don't know that you're going to an event, you have to drink, or that you have to, but you're gonna drink at that place. When you first pick up that cup, your mind should instantly be okay. How much is the limit before I get into my vehicle? Or, you know, will someone be able to drive for me if I get messed up? That should be the model. That should be what your first thought is. I'm not sure why it's not a common thought in many people's brains. They just think about, like, having a good time or the mm-hmm. moment itself. But you mm-hmm. guys got to think further than that, to be honest. You have to. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So so in regards to Richard Sherman, uh, he I think he's... Um, he's he's he pled guilty, and I believe that there's something in regards to him facing two years, or something like that. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think he deserves it, kind of thing, or do you think he just made it? No, Richard Sherman's not going to jail. He's not. He's not going to jail. So, um, yeah, like it'll end up being like a suspended sentence, community service, mm-hmm. parole. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, nobody yeah. was harmed. He didn't crash his car, didn't really affect anybody else. I saw like a little incident that got caught on camera, him trying to get into his wife's, or I don't know if it's ex-wife or his current wife, but like mm-hmm. her parents' house. Yeah, so I, I don't really think he's going to go to jail. I think because nobody was, you know, hurt by his actions. So I, I think that he, he got lucky there in terms of okay. that, like his actions didn't lead to any injuries or anything with dealing with anybody else. Okay. All right, so... Question to ask you, Will. I know you just cut Kyra Rudolph, right? I know that Aaron Ingram hasn't worked out for you the way you wanted him to. Mm-hmm. This tight end I'm about to mention, I'm going to ask you yes or no, and then you can give me why later on, but yes or like, no. Like, wait, like, wait, you like yes or no, would I sign him? Yeah, well, yeah, well, okay. yes or no, would you sign him to a long-term deal, a long-term okay. deal, paying him over mm-hmm. $10 million a year. Oh, $10 million a year? Over, over a $10 million a year, like $11 million a year. Oh, okay. 11 million up, basically. Well, 10.5, okay. 10.5 and up, whatever. David Njoku. No. No. Mm, no. Now, before, no. You, before you answer anything, let me give you the, the basis of what I think. I do like his upside, though. I, yes. I do like his upside. But so in regards to how he performed in Cleveland, not really the best, not really deserving of a top 10 kind tight end contract, but you know, now he will be paid around 10 million a year because I believe that's the average for tight ends anyway at this point. So 
that's going to be the going average. He he just got franchise tagged by the Cleveland Browns, and now um, you could say that his production was maybe because of Baker Mayfield, maybe because he had Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant in the fold now, maybe because they're in the team and they don't really uh, have a threat downfield to throw in the football unless the running game is working out. But you say you like his upside, you wouldn't sign him to a long-term deal. Why not? No, I no, I would sign him to a long-term deal, just not for that much, not for like no 11 and 10 million. Um, mm-hmm. I think that well, he was franchise tagged today, which bumps up his yes. salary for next season to 10.9 mm-hmm. million, which is mm-hmm. good money, good money for uh Njoku, considering that he hasn't been the most Great productive, <laughs> considering that he has not been the most productive tight end. That bumps him up to the seventh highest paid tight end in the league. Wow. Um, and if you actually want to know, he's making more money. Well, obviously, Kyle Pitts is a rookie, so that's expected. But he's making more money than Kyle Pitts, uh, Darren Waller, Tyler wow. Higby. I mean, wow. and TJ Hawkinson. But I think T- I think Hawkinson is still on his rookie deal. And same with Noah Font. So, you know, the NFL tight end market's not that great in terms of big talent for tight ends. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think it's a surprise that Njogu is up there with paid tight ends because – there's not really that much to pick from that are that, you know, good, but mm-hmm. his upside, you know, definitely something that I guess like they want to, you know, keep hold of, but you know, he has to be able to stay healthy and he has to produce a bit more, but yeah, I think, it, I think it's crazy that Darren Waller is not a top 10 paid tight end. Darren Waller is only making seven seven point four million. He's ranked 11. Like Logan Thomas of the, of the Washington commanders gets paid more than Darren Waller. John Lou Smith gets more than Darren Waller. Now Dallas Goddard's a good tight end, but he's not better than Darren Waller. He makes more than Darren Waller. Actually, Dallas Dallas uh, Goddard is the third highest paid uh, tight end, behind George Kittle at number one, Travis Kelsey at two, then followed by Mark Andrews at four and Hunter Henry at mm-hmm. five. So the the Patriots have two tight ends paid in top ten, uh, and shoot, they're both making twelve point five million in uh, Hunter Henry and Janu. Then comes in Joku, and then mm-hmm. eighth is his teammate Austin Hooper. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like the Browns are investing in this two tight end system. I mean, maybe they might as well just do like what the Patriots did, kind of just yo run the ball and go with the two tight end sets, like when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So, why not? Again, is Njoku a top ten tight end to you? No, no. Yeah, he's he's deserving of top tight end money. This is crazy to me. No, well, not that he's deserving of it. Uh, but I, I just don't think that there was any. But I don't think that there was any other better option. So let's say, like, the, the, like depending on, on what really? people want to do with that offense, I don't really know what tight ends are going to be free agents this year. So I don't. I'm pretty sure it's not any big name or any tight end that we'd care for, right? So Zach Ertz I mean, and um, nah, Zach Ertz. Well, Zach Ertz is eh, he's eh. better than Joku, though. Well, no, yeah, I mean, like he's better than Joku, but. But I mean, like he's, but he's much older as well. Not as durable, is he? If I'm not mistaken, or maybe um, he is. Yeah, last year he, he, he was injured. But he is much older. So I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd rather have Njoku on, on my team right now uh, than have Zach Ertz, um, um, unless I'm a contender. If I'm a contender, like where I'm trying to win right now, then I would take Zach Ertz. But the Browns aren't in no position to be winning right now. So you know, you, you rather keep the younger guy. Um, but yeah, no, uh, and Joku was like top 15 tight end possibly. Cause uh, again, it, not, not that many good tight ends in this league, but I don't think he's top 10. I mean, 
Like, you know, I think like Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd say he's about like in, in and around 10, 15. You could put okay. Joku really. So if the Browns keep Hooper and Joku on their contracts, uh, they will have 24.181 million in cap charges for their two tight ends. And these two combined for 820 yards in 2021. And Joku's best season came in 2018, where he had 56 uh, receptions for 639 yards and four TDs. Wow. That is yeah, no, crazy. Very, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very lackluster. That's very lackluster, <laughs> you know. And he just appeared in 13 games of 2020, and he had uh, 19 receptions for 213 yards and two TDs. Once again, very crazy, very lackluster. And <laughs> you know his rookie campaign. Also, he was okay too. But I don't know. Like I just, to be honest, I'm gonna say that when he was supposed to be a free agent, or when he when he was a free agent uh, this offseason, I wanted him. Because I thought about how I wouldn't definitely pay him that much kind of money. Like I would never pay him around ten million. Maybe because we're desperate at the tight end position. Well, like that's not like what they offered him though. That's just what it costs to to franchise tag him. Like yeah, yeah, no, that's like, true. He but he was, that. I heard that he was commanding a lot. Like he's going to command a, a salary of over ten million if he would hit the market. That's why I was hearing reports of. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying him that much with a guy who has production. Once again, I did mention the other factors. That could be an, an indictment on the team, hmm. more so him and his play. But once again, his production also matters to me, and his durability also matters to me as well, too. And if I'm going to pay my tight end that top money and not spend it in other areas, he better be the damn real good thing. And Njoku, to me, he has potential, like you just mentioned before, but nah, I'm not paying that kind of money still. Now he's gone, though. Cleveland Browns decided to keep him. I'm sure exactly why, because if he had Austin Hooper, if he did have Harrison Bryant, who's not really a household name, obviously, but once again, he gives you some flexibility if you did want to let go of Njoku, and now they're stuck with three tight ends. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, give me your thoughts on Jesse Bates and him being franchise tagged. It's a good move for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good for them. I mean, you know, he was a he was a solid piece in their uh, championship. Well, not championship run, but they're into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I should say. So Don't do that to the Bengals fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, he's still young. You know, he's only only, tw- only 25 years old and you know, he's really he's really uh promising. So I, I like him a lot and I, I think that he would have been I think a lot of teams would have been after him if yes. you know he ended up te- you know like testing out the free agency market and he, and I think that he probably could have got a better team than than like the Bengals if if I'm if I'm being honest. So really? I think that the Bengals yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, of course. I think I think any contending team that had the cap space with the need in defense, like well, that kind of need, like as, as safety, a thousand percent, you're looking at Jesse Bates because mm. he, like, yeah, he's a solid player. Like he's no, he's not solid. I think he's he's really good. He's so yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I think that the Bengals don't want to risk it because again, remember, like the Bengals are kind of like an NBA team that's like a small market team. Like Cincinnati is a small market. Like let's be real, yes. right? Yeah. So the way that they get good is through like the draft, right? Because mm-hmm. more times than not, you're not going to be able to sign a big name free agent. Like you know that big name free agents generally want to go play in bigger markets, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so most of the Bengals' better players or like their leaders, their best players are going to have to come through them drafting properly, which it has. Like that whole like all their weapons have been drafted. 
Like they have not mm-hmm. signed any big name. Like those are all products that they've drafted, such as the T. Higgins, the Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. Um, uh, you know, I'm forgetting the guy's name. Uh, Jamar Chase. You know, like these, uh, even Jesse Bates. They drafted him, I think. So, like all all these guys are products of the draft, and you you have to keep hold of them, especially when you just made the Super Bowl. <laughs> like Bengals, they won a playoff game in 30 years, so you know nah, you can't let him go because he could yeah. probably would find because he could probably find a better team that could also still compete. Very true. Very true indeed. And listen, that that is a guy who I would have throw, thrown money to. Like, of course. <laughs> to be honest, I would have overpaid for him because, listen, like I said before, top 10 safety in the league, it's, it's, it's really tough to come by when it comes to getting safeties or uh, guys who not really the premium positions in the NFL, but they're really good at their position and what they do. So, you know, I definitely threw money at him. But also – what this does is now the guys who are not expected to get franchise tag, Quandre Diggs, um, uh, Tyron Matthew, I believe, yes, and I believe it's someone else too, Marcus Williams from the Saints. These guys are going to get more people calling them names because now he's gone, one less safety left on the board. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see because so now – see, the, see the, the thing that's always tricky about franchise tags is that now these players are playing on one-year contracts. Yes. Essentially, which means that, yes. you know, you kind of have to sign them, re-sign them to a extended contract at some point in time during this season. So, it, it is – I mean, it's going to be interesting to see because technically the power is still in, like, a player like Njoku or, or Jesse Bates' hands. Like, they have the power right now. Because now you know that the team that signed you to a, to the that franchise tagged you that they're desperate because mm-hmm. they franchise tagged you because they don't want you testing the free uh, the free market. So now they kind of have to give in to more of your demands because they want you to stay there. So to me, when you get franchise tagged, like that just shows that you're in the position of power when it comes to negotiating for your future contract. Mm. Mm. Well said, well said. All right, when we come back from break, we'll discuss more about Matthew Stafford and a potential extension this offseason, and the likes of the NBA once again. Do your thing. All right, guys, enjoy the commercials. What's up, guys? Ryan Cooley here. Just wanted to let you know if you're a huge football fan or fan of the NFL, be sure to check out my podcast, Cooley's Controversial Takes, on the Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Every episode, I do a quick little recap of each game that was played during that week. Uh, at the end of the episode, I'll make my weekly picks who I think will win. And in the middle of the episodes, I'll be going over a lot of Washington football, uh, going to a deeper dive of their game or moves that they've made. And I also go over any big headlines that occurred during that week in football. So if you're interested in that, be sure to check out my podcast. Once again, it's Cooley's Controversial Takes on the Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbeans. Hey guys, it's me, Christy Love. And if you want to stay up to date on all Chicago sports, like the Bears, Justin Fields took it upon himself to tally our team back and score 23 points in the fourth quarter. He just showed America that he's a star and everybody was saying it. The Bulls. This has been the best team we had since Jordan or the hottest topics in sports as a whole, tune in to File on the Play, hosted by yours truly, and brought to you by Nuts and Bolts Sports. 
Hello, this is Greg Rector, and this is Greg's Gripes, my podcast. And my podcast focuses in on things in the world of sports that do tend to bother me, and that's why I have my gripes. And I'm also the one of the senior writers at NutsAndBoltsports.com. I cover the Dallas Cowboys with Cowboys Corner. I also write about the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto Blue Jays, various other things in the world of sports. And as I said, this is my area of the podcast world where I get to do some griping. Yes, sir. It's Game Breakers here, the number one sports podcast in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Available on all podcast platforms, dropping new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen, if you're not tuning into Game Breakers, what are you really doing with your life? Seriously. Okay, we are back in the building. Will, my guy. Yes. Talk to me about Matthew Stafford. First of all, let me get your initial thoughts on Matthew Stafford. I know you thought he wasn't a Hall of Famer just yet, and he had that nice Super Bowl run. But you can mm-hmm. see that last season, his play and production on the field was totally different from Jared Goff. And okay. his essentially one year in Los Angeles led them to the Super Bowl and a Super Bowl win. <laughs> you know, so I'm hearing reports that an eventual deal could go as high as $45 million per year while being extended. So is yes. he worth this kind of money to you? Or is it like a big risk for the Rams to do this? No, again? no. Matthew Stafford is not worth that kind of money. Absolutely not. Wow. No okay. way. God, green earth is Matthew Stafford worth <laughs> $45 million a season. But okay. I will tell you what, the Rams better give him the $45 million per season because mm. the Rams have no future. Okay. Like, let's just keep it a buck. Like when it comes to like draft capital and all this stuff, the, they have nothing, okay? They gave all that up to win this last Super Bowl. So while you have this kind of main core intact, you got to give Matthew Stafford the money. He has to be your quarterback to ride out these next few years of you trying to win another championship. So you this is, this is just what you have to do. Um, you know, I don't think that there'd be another quarterback that they can get to go in there and kind of keep them at the level that they're at which is Super Bowl contenders now to me. I think it's more so due to the team that Matthew Stafford has. I don't really think it's due to Matthew Stafford because with all things still being said and done, mm-hmm. I'm not top 10 quarterback in my opinion with all the quarterbacks Whoa. in the NFL right now. He's really? not. He's not. He's there's, not. I'm, Can I'm, we go on our list? I'm telling you, there's 10 NFL quarterbacks that I would take over Matthew Stafford. Right now. Yeah. Can we go on our list and just make sure? He confirm? might keep. He might sneak in. He might sneak in because Tom Brady. Oh, now he might sneak, he might in. sneak in. Because I forgot about Tom Brady. Uh, Come on, I, 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 bro. Let's do the list right now. All right, bro. Do the list right now. Okay, wait. Hold on, wait. What are you saying? What are you saying? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, my guy. So what are you saying? What are you saying real quick? Like, are you telling me? I'm saying he is a top 10 QB right now. Heck yeah. He's top 10. Yes. So, so you don't think that there's ten quarterbacks that you would rather have right now over Matt Stafford? Uh, off the top of my head, yeah. yes. Okay. I don't think I would. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's one. And this is this is no order. This is just me no just order, naming. No order. No order. No yeah, order. Yeah. So that's one. Pat no Mahomes. Order. That's two. Russell Wilson. That's uh that's three. Okay, sure. Josh Allen. Four. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> five. I don't know. Lamar, okay, yeah, five. I'm just Justin joking. Herbert. Five. Ooh. Stop it. Stop it. 
Uh, <laughs> Imagine that Rams offense with Justin Herbert. Stop it. What do you that's mean? Sick. Like, bro, it'd that's be the sick. same numbers. It'd be the same that's numbers. Sick. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that one. I'm not that's about. six. Okay. Herbert's better than Stafford. That's six. But we're talking about the whole entirety of the clutchness involved, too. Stafford's more clutch than Herbert. Like, well, I mean, uh, well, I mean, you can say that. But but of course you can say that because Matthew Stafford also has a much longer resume. But Matthew Stafford wasn't doing what Herbert was doing in only two years in the NFL. Are you sure about that, bro? What Herbert's breaking records? Oh my goodness! That's let me just, six. Let me, just back up. let me just back up my my Matthew Stafford real quickly. Stats. That's six. Okay. All right. I'm also going to call Murray over uh, him as well. Hmm. Okay. So I'm 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 at seven. Now seven, this is where yeah, I kinda gotta, so now this is where I, I kinda have to think. Ah, now, here we go, here we go. Now <laughs> now I would also okay. take I would also take I'd rather have Joe Burrow as my quarterback than Matt Stafford. Um okay. but, but like, I'm not as strong on that, but I, I do eight? think that yeah, that's eight. Okay. Uh you're stumped. You're stumped. You're stumped. I, I don't want to say <laughs> I, I don't want to say I I don't want to say Deshaun Watson because he didn't play last nah. year. Yeah, he didn't play last year. You can't count him. But Deshaun now. Watson, when like when he was playing, was a much better quarterback. Just put an actress. Just put an actress next to his name. Then. Yeah, I know, but then that give me nine. Uh, no, not okay. Yeah, because I had eight. But okay. if I add Watson, that gives me nine. You said right now though, Ross hasn't played in the whole year. Yeah, I know, and I'd still rather take him than Matt Stafford. Okay, all right, sure. Because I believe in his potential. Okay. Uh, that's all right, maybe, nine. All right, yeah, all right. Maybe he's thinking that's ten. That's it. I, that's it. That's the maybe. Hold on, wait a minute. What happened? What happened to your guy, Ryan Tannehill? What happened to Ryan Tannehill? He's not a top ten QB. I never said he was. Oh, uh, I never wait, said he was a top ten QB. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I found the tenth. Who? Give me Derek Carr. Don't say Derek Carr. Oh my God! You said Derek Carr. You said Derek. No, you're bugging. You're bugging. Come on, Derek Derek Carr's a good. He's a good QB. He's at least probably eleventh, but ten. He's better better than Matt Stafford. No, he's not. We're we're evaluating Matthew Stafford. We are. We are evaluating Matthew Stafford for the talent that he has around him, not for the actual quarterback play. Matt Stafford is a very above average quarterback. Like it's like he's so not Derek it's, Carr. But look, but Derek Carr puts up better numbers. But better numbers. Better, I'm pretty sure Derek Carr had better numbers than 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 Matt Stafford last year, and he also has I less talent. Not you crazy? All right, let's see. Listen, I don't even want to give last year because obviously Matthew Stafford had better receiving talent than Derek Carr did. But we can even go as far back as his last season in Detroit. And he probably still didn't have better numbers than him. Yo, stop playing, Matthew. Okay, bring up bring up Derek Carr's numbers real quick. Okay, he's bugging talking about Derek Carr. What are you smoking, bruv? Less okay. of that, fam. Less of that. Okay, and let's go. Also, okay, let's go. So, how many yards? What did before? Wait, first, what was Matt Stafford's completion percentage? Why you want to know about my man's completion? Come on, man. Why you want to know about that, my man? Is that is that is that not a part of the? I'm about to like not a part of me. Sixty four point two. Okay, damn, Jordan Poole, that was a long ass three. Uh, Derek Carr was sixty-eight point four. All right, okay. let's do yards. 
Okay, yards. My guy have four thousand and eighty-four. Four thousand and eighty-four. Yes. Okay, Derek Carr had four thousand eight hundred and four. Eight hundred four. That was this year. Yeah, last year. Last okay. year. Okay. Twenty-one. Okay. Now let's go touchdowns. My guy had twenty-six. Okay, Derek Carr only had twenty-three. Then what about interceptions? Okay. My guy had ten. Derek Carr had fourteen. And then what was QBR? QBR um sixty-one. Derek Carr was ninety-four. Derek Carr had a better year with less talent. Like all that math. No, I'm, I'm going off of Matthew Stafford's Detroit year. No, I'm going off last year. I'm talking about last year. Yeah, I know, but I said to you that even his numbers are com- comparable to Derek Carr's numbers in his last year no, in Detroit. That's what I said. Oh, no, yes. But I'm talking about the Matthew Stafford of now, not the Matt Stafford. Bro, his of... numbers are way better than him right now. Okay, okay. okay, so okay, okay. He, has, he has one, he has one less, one point less for completion percentage. He also threw for 4,886 4, yards. You said 4,800 4, and what? 4,804 4, yards that Derek Carr had. Okay, so so Matthew Stafford had more than him. He had 41 yeah, had like... total TDs. No, 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 no. Passing touchdowns. How many passing touchdowns? 41. No, you said total TDs. So he, yeah, so... no, from, from, from passing, yes. I'm not talking about rushing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm not and sure if this is counting the playoffs, too. No, this can't be counting playoffs. This is 41. Yeah, 41 TDs. And he has 17. Nah, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that that's accounting for the playoffs because that's his whole no, two. two this, is a section, this is a separate section for playoffs, too. It's a separate Hold section on. for playoffs. Yeah, separate section for playoffs. Oh, okay, all right. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm on Pro Football Reference, and and, and it's saying forty. It okay. So he had forty one in the regular season. That's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, regular season. Yes. Okay. He had seventeen, so he had three more interceptions than Derek Carr. Mind you, those three interceptions came in like one game against the the Vikings. By the way, he throws those picks. Oh, he doesn't throw those picks. They don't happen. You feel me? My guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's also throwing the ball to Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Robert Woods. Odell Beckham was half the season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly what you just said. He played. I think Odell played half the season. That's half a like. That's what. Like that's a like he didn't just play three games. That's half of the season. So and and he still had Cooper Cup. So I'm I mean like I mean like let's be real. I mean like Matt Stafford, you like he like he's definitely a quarterback that benefits because of the talent around him. I mean he didn't impress a lot this year, and in the Super Bowl he was like if if it wasn't for that defense that stepped up and was terrorizing Joe Burrow, Rams would have lost. No, like that's the Rams would have lost. Like Matt Stafford did basically nothing that Super Bowl. Oh, like he you can't say nothing. Come on, come on, bro. Come on, bro. That that Bengals defense. He will this team to that, a game winning touchdown drive. That Bengals that Bengals defense. That Bengals defense is a middle of the pack defense with the weapon. Stat, stats wise, is is it for overall defense? It's top ten, isn't it? Isn't is it? I thought it was like fifteen or something. Like overall. Okay, I'm not sure. I mean, exactly I could be wrong. Time, but... No, okay. look, I, look, I, I could, I could, I could be wrong. But that defense 
wasn't like no elite defensive unit to like where but they, they should have like throughout the playoffs though. Gotta be mm-hmm. honest here. They held the Chiefs to three points in the second half alone. They picked off Ryan Tannehill three times and they basically did a number on the Rams for a while until they stepped up. They played exceptionally well. No, yes, they did. But here's what I'm saying. If it like, you know, like if you're that good as a quarterback, to me, it's inexcusable. So like with Patrick Mahomes, I think it's inexcusable. Like to be like losing, you do, you're only scoring three points in a whole half. I think that's inexcusable. Like yeah. to me, math. Like I, I like okay. I think with any of the other top ten quarterbacks that I just named, you drop them on on the Rams, they're still gonna win a Super Bowl, or they're still gonna be expected to win a Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think that it drops off. Like okay. I don't think that like the quality of the team drops off. You know what I'm trying to say? So like, whereas let's say for Especially, example, yes. like let's say for example, if you take Patrick Mahomes off of the Chiefs. I only think it matter who you put, they drop off. If I'm being real with you, like, like I think that the quality, obviously, you know, they they, like, they drop. Still... What? No, Come okay, okay, look. So for no, look. So for example, let's say you take, let's say you take off Patrick Mahomes, and let's say you, and put, you put Herbert. Put Josh there. Allen. Okay, yeah, Herbert or Josh Allen, right? It's still. Some I, I don't think. I no, I, I actually, I actually don't think so. I, I actually don't think so. Well, I mean, but that's because I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, if I'm being honest. But, like, yes. yeah. So, but obviously, they'd still be in, like an elite team. But, but, and I, but I, I don't think that they'd be as dynamic with those other quarterbacks. Like, like, I don't think so. But I think what? any quarterback, but I think, but I think any, I think any quarterback that I gave you in that top 10, you put them on, on the Rams. I think that the Rams probably even get better on the offensive side of the, of the football. What? Better? Yeah, oh, my bro. goodness, bro. Only Cooper Cup was going off the season. Robert Woods was solid for them this year. He was he was good as a receiver. It was only Cooper Cup that was really doing the most of the dirty work. It's Robert Woods and Van Jefferson chipping in sometimes. And then when they got OBJ, that's when things started to get a little bit hectic with you know him making some big plays. What are you talking, are you talking about? Like, not top ten quarterback in my Cup. opinion, and they didn't even have a running game. He he's not he's not a top ten quarterback. Oh my gosh! Well, yes, he is. According to the list, the list never lies. Okay, I mean, look, he had good stats, but to me, I like I I wouldn't like I told you, I just gave you ten quarterbacks I would rather have. Oh. Derek Carr. Oh my gosh! Please, yeah, this is the same Derek Carr that you were raving about. No, I am. As a, as a, he's a, a good quarterback. He's definitely pushing top ten. Because, because before I was 10. arguing because because before I was arguing that he, he was not he's top average. ten, and then you were going hard for him to be top ten, and then now you're not saying he's yes, top ten. Yes, Matthew Stafford came in. I fell in love with Matthew Stafford. The only reason that Derek Carr is top ten is because Tom Brady retired. Because if Tom Brady was in that list, Derek Carr or Matt Stafford does not make this list. So. You know, okay. with one top ten quarterback going out, you got to put somebody else in, and it's still okay. not Matt Stafford for me. Matt Stafford is, is like eleventh. So, if that's the case, then why is Deshaun Watson in the list then? Because, because then you, you see what Deshaun Watson does like when he plays. I also see like, what Tom Brady has done too, but he's he retired was, though. Yeah, but 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 Deshaun Watson is still a instated NFL player. Like, you know, like as far as we know, according to Tom Brady, he's done forever. Like, he's the Hall of Famer now. Like, you know, like the next time that we see Tom Brady on a football field, he like he'll be commentating probably games. Not going to be playing. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. Exactly yeah, so like he's done. So as of right now, now look, if Tom Brady an- announces tomorrow that that he's coming out of retirement, then he's back in the top ten conversation. But oh, yeah. as of right now, he's not playing. So mm-hmm. okay, fair enough, fair enough. So you're going with you wouldn't pay him forty five million a year for about yeah. not not about three, not like he would be paid forty five million a year for a three year contract. Yes, if I'm the Rams, you have to give him that money because you're not going to get a better quarterback. So, okay. yeah, so you have to give him that money and you got to try to win another championship because, again, you guys gave up all your draft capital. I mean, look, they gave up they gave up a second and third round pick for Von Miller to play half the season. Like, and look, it, it paid off. So nobody's faulting them for the move. It paid off. They, yes. they won Super Bowl. But, like, the Rams don't really have draft capital. So you – you have to stick with what you have right now. And I still and I still think that next year the Rams will be favorites again, depending on if they're able to bring back Von Miller, depending on how uh Odell's mm-hmm. rehab is going, you know, depending on a few things. I think that the Rams, and even if those guys aren't even there, like let's say like a Odell and like a Von Miller leave. I don't think Odell's leaving though. I think Von Miller might leave. I don't think Odell would though. But mm-hmm. let's say even if Von Miller leaves, to mm-hmm. me, they're still good enough to to be contending with that same team that they have as long as Aaron Donald and Ramsey and cup is there. Yes. I think that they should be in and around. So yeah, they got to definitely, definitely can't afford to waste this window that they have. So if you got to pay Stafford, it's what you got to do. Okay. And you know, also AD as an Aaron Donald is close to an extension, not really close, but like they're working towards it. So definitely possible. And by the way, uh, some other news regarding some more, free agency news bucks have yet okay. to determine a status actually no that was that was old bucks are expected to franchise tag chris godwin oh my goodness i can't believe this another receiver gone on the market chris godwin this can't like, i can't be happening man i'm so glad that mark cooper might be released because if that was the case i would have had to look at just alan robinson mike williams and Devontae adams who definitely not coming to new york come on now that's not enough options for me but yes, I'm still in good shape. Why do you that think that these players would want to come to New York to play for the Jets? I think we can make a good run for Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, and Lamar Cooper if the money's Why? right. Why? Okay, wait. Oh, okay, wait. Let me let me ask you a question. Why the hell? Let, let let's just be real here, and this and this is not even me trying to troll, right? Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, who's been on the Chicago Bears his whole career, if I'm understanding this correctly, right? Or am I? No, he was like, with the Jaguars before that. Okay, yeah. See, that's even going to strengthen my argument. The Jaguars, the Bears, right? He was Jackie, though. He was Jackie. No, yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes. Obviously, he didn't choose to go to like the like the Jaguars, but but that's what I'm saying. Your first, you so you start off on a trash franchise with no real quarterback on the Jaguars, right? Yes. Then you go to the Bears, another trash franchise with no proven quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, why when you probably have the, for the first time mm-hmm. in his career, Al, Al Robson is probably like 28 years old. The first time mm-hmm. in his career, he has the power. To actually go somewhere where he knows he can get a solid quarterback and compete. Why would he choose to go to a third team now with an unproven quarterback and an overall terrible franchise? Like, why would he do that? And, and I'm really asking. Franchise. Oh my gosh! I mean, the, I mean, let's be real. The Jets are not a good franchise. Like, well, like, well, we've spoken in the past. We've spoken in the past that, and we've both agreed on this point too that not all players go to teams for championships they go for the money so depending on whichever team pays him the most money if he doesn't feel like he doesn't care enough about winning a championship or a super bowl for that matter he's gonna go to a new york jets who's gonna pay or overpay for his services 
You know what I'm saying? It's happened before in the past, and it can happen so again. So then, why is he leaving? So then, why is he leaving the, the Chicago Bears? They didn't offer him no big money. I mean, they franchise tagged him. That's one, and two. I guess they don't want to see him. I mean, like they don't want to commit to a long-term deal. That you know, I don't know what it, whatever their reasons are. To be honest, it's maybe the same thing for Mike Williams. Maybe the same mm-hmm. things for Devontae Adams. But you just never know. So you yeah. just never know. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think okay. I, I think that's fair because I'm of the mindset, as in, I'm not gonna lie to you. Money for me comes over championships if I'm a player because it does. Money, it does. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, I mean, it's it's a solid point. But as all these players say, they want to win, they want to compete, they don't like losing. They, you know, they saying all this stuff. So to me, I think you know, being on the Jaguars, then the Bears, like you know, two underwhelming franchises with unknown. Uh, well, not unknown, but just like underwhelming quarterbacks as well. And, you know, as soon as the Bears get kind of maybe a promising quarterback, then he's about to leave. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, why would he want to come? I'm being real. Like, like with free will, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that you guys wouldn't be offering him like top five receiver money. And I don't think anybody really would. Why not? So, uh, be, be, because. Because like because then wouldn't you guys just be kind of doing like what the Jets like did in like the past? Isn't this like a new? Isn't this like a new kind of like regime like that? Like that seems like something that the old management would do. And, that's, and, a great, and, that's a great. That's a great point. Yeah, great you point. know, like in terms of just you know like reaching for a, for like a star player, but kind of overpaying. Then now you have a bad contract situation, such as okay. like a Le'Veon Bell or something like that. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like I, like, I don't know. I don't think that the Jets need that. I think that the Jets just need to focus on the draft and sign solid players that, like, are willing to be there for, like, a rebuild. You know, I don't really think that yeah. you guys need like, the big – like, I don't think that you guys really need the big star name players just yet. You have to overpay for one of these star players, though, at least. At least I don't one think, of them. We have I mean, to, like, man, safety or receiver. I don't think it has to be – yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll agree with, with you there, uh, but I don't think it has to be a, a receiver, more so like what I'm saying, uh, because you mm-hmm. know, like with the star receiver, gives Zach Wilson a lot more pressure, because now he's gonna know that he had, you know, because like with the star receiver, you kind of have to like force the ball there, and then you know, as like a young quarterback who still kind of hasn't really found what he's comfortable doing yet, still, you know, I, I think that that's causing necessary pressure. If I'm being honest, but I do agree okay. the Jets do need to make you know overpay for somebody, but if anything, I I. I'd overpay for like a top lineman that's available, something like that. Like that's what I would overpay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really know like the big linemen. I'm not you. I don't know like too many linemen that are really great in free agency. Surface on the market. Yeah, look, look, whatever. Like that's what I'd overpay for. (laughs) Yes, more so than like a receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're funny, man. You're funny. Listen, I mean, when it comes to me, here's how I view it. I wouldn't overpay for Mike Williams. But I would overpay for Allen Robinson if that makes sense because he's even though both of them are proven, Allen Robinson's on a different kind of level. Whereas you know Mike Williams, he's a top good receiver. Mm-hmm. You know I think he's also better than Corey Davis too for that matter. But Allen yes. Robinson, I mean this guy was yeah, both definitely, of them are. Yes, they both they both definitely are. But mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, he's considered as number one wherever he goes for the most part. Well, mm-hmm. unless he doesn't go to a team that you know has uh, good receiver help. Then mm-hmm. he would definitely be number one, but he would be a good damn number two as well, too. It don't matter. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, yeah. So after, so I, I was kind of, I was gonna base my answer based off the ages, but yeah, I might agree with you because Mike Williams is only twenty-seven, and Allen Robinson is twenty-eight. They're like they're only one year apart, really. I mean, uh, Allen, Ro- yeah, Allen Robinson is gonna be twenty-nine come next season. Mike Williams to be twenty-eight. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, like me though, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I like to think about the future. If I'm being real okay. with you. And like whenever I'm bringing in like like a big name free agent, like I only like bringing in older guys. Is that weird? Like I don't want to sign a guy and next year he's gonna be thirty. Like you know, yeah, because I don't I know. Like, I, I, well, yeah, let me like, ask you this question: Why why right, why don't you have the mentality of like the Rams to go all in with these big name players and try to win it that one year? Because there's no guarantee you're gonna win it in five years, despite you having a rebuild or getting the right process. You just might be no, competitive for five years, but you know you might not win it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's you yeah, know that's a great point. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just all about where your team is. So for a, a team like the Rams, getting an Allen Robinson or you know whatever, that would make sense because they're in that mindset of win now. But for like a team mm-hmm. like the Jets or like the Giants, we're not winning anything now. So like, I mean, like why give a give like a player that's about to be thirty a huge contract for what? <laughs> like, let's be real. Like for what? Like, <laughs> like we're not. Win- <laughs> I mean, like we're not winning Super Bowl. You know, maybe, maybe we make the playoffs, but mm. I mean, we're not miserable. Like, let's let's mm. keep it a stack. What the Bengals did is not common, okay? That just does not happen, okay? Like, mm. you know, like we see people, we see people win the lottery, right? But that don't mean that I'm gonna tell you to just put all, all your life savings into like the lottery because some people have yes. done it. That, that's that's basically what the Bengals have done. They won the lottery by getting Super Bowl that damn fast, but that doesn't mean it's gonna happen for everybody. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's just like all about like where your team is now. Like if like the Jets were in a position where it's win now mode. Let's say like Zach Wilson was just like a top five quarterback, and let's say you know like you have you know like a solid defense, but you need that big name receiver. Then yeah, you reach, you reach for Allen Robinson. You like you have to reach because <laughs> yes. yeah, because you know like you guys are ready to go now, and Zach Wilson is ready now. He just needs that big name weapon to kind of you know take off the pressure from, from from everybody else, then you would reach. But I think when you're rebuilding, I don't really see the point in getting into things that could possibly be bad contract situations, if I'm being mm. real. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. All right. Before we go into NBA, quick question. Uh, be a summary of how your bets are going right now for whatever you place so that other people can know if they felt, if they should feel bad <laughs> if they didn't listen to you for your best yeah, yeah, yeah. with your locks, yeah, you know, man, for tonight. Man. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. Look, man, this guy, Rudy Gobert, done pissed me off, boy. He just got his 13th mm-hmm. rebound. I think I needed him to – oh, I need to get the 13 rebounds. Yes, sir, Rudy, with 19 seconds left. My oh, God. Dead. That's the French monster. The French monster. He was just slandering No, 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 no. Less of that. Less of that. Less of oh, that. Short God. memories over here. Short memories over shoot here. Shoot shoot. Okay? I feel that. I feel that. Rudy Gobert, that's what I like to see. I was just about to go on a rant about this guy. He got me the 13th rebound. I'm not going to lie to you. He had an amazing rebound in the second half. Rudy Gobert only had one rebound at halftime. He finished mm. 13. That's my guy right there. That's my mm. French Montessor right there. Yes, sir. My guy, Rudy <laughs> Gobert. But the Jazz did end up losing to the Mavericks. And, the, like, the Jazz are kind of – Jazz aren't really looking too good. I mean, like, the other day they got blown by – who was it? The, the, Pelicans. the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Wait. Real quick. Can we, to be we, fair, we, the, we the Pelicans, Pelicans have been going crazy. Can we, can we talk about the Pelicans? 
Okay, okay. Ever since they brought CJ McCollum here, what the hell has really been going on in New Orleans? Yes. Yes. Jesus. Okay. They are running through people. Nah, like, no, like they're not even just winning. Like, they are winning in a dominant fashion, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is really going on? Can you tell me? And mind you, Zion is not even. Like they miss Zion. What the hell is going on there? Yeah, four and one since the All Star break. Um, been playing some great basketball. To be honest, I mean, I know they blew out some of these teams. Uh, they blew out the the Suns, blew out the Lakers. Lakers not really playing too good basketball. Um, and they blew out the Kings, but the Jazz. So those are those are like two quality wins right there for me. The Suns and the Jazz to blow them out like that. That's pretty good. So I don't know what's going on. But all I know is, is that CJ McCullum is going off. Brandon Ingram is going off. Jonas is doing his thing. And the rest of the cast is, like, gelling together. So let's see how scary this lineup looks when Zion gets back into that court. Because when he does, I'm telling you, Pelicans, you might be the new mm. Timberwolves. Watch out. Wait, what? The new Timberwolves? That's not really yeah, a compliment. The no, it, it is. Because the Timberwolves mm. were a losing franchise for some time. And oh, okay. but we all knew that they had some star talent. Cat, they had D'Lo, they had Anthony Edwards, but they were still losing franchise. And they figured out to they figured out a way to get things going, which they're now a winning team this year. Same thing oh. could be said for the Pelicans in a couple of years, or maybe next year. You never know. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Because I was gonna say, because I think right now I think the Pelicans will beat the Timberwolves. Jeez, man, and she and she oh, McCollum has fit in there just like so well. Yes. Like, yeah, man. Like, man, what a move. Like, what a move for them. I mean, look, they sent Josh Hart. Uh, the Trailblazers are trying to rebuild. So, you know, they moved McCullum there. And, yeah, man, it's been a great move. And Brandon Ingram's been balling out. I mean, like, the guy's kind of like a point four. I think the guy's been averaging like seven or six assists or something like that. I mean, like, he's been balling. And then you got Jonas Valanciunas, who's been super solid as well and you know i think he's averaging about what like 15 and like 9 or 15 and 10 something like that mm-hmm. yeah man that, like that team's looking good i'm not gonna lie to you um you know Devonte graham coming off of the bench is a solid player and then again no zion but i don't think that zion's gonna play this year if i'm being honest yeah like i don't see zion coming back this year um and actually i don't even know like where the pelicans stand right now in the standings if i'm they're being 10. honest they're 10 how many yeah, games off eight are they or like ninth off because eight, yeah. Off, off, off eight. They are six games. Ooh, I don't know. It might be slow stuff for them. Slow stuff. For I them don't right? know. Like for them to, for them to jump up to eighth. But I think if you're tenth, are you in the play-in? Yeah, it's seventh to ten. Ooh, I hey, look. So as long as you can stay in that ten, you know, don't mm-hmm. go no lower than ten. And I don't really know who's like beneath them or if anybody's close to catching up on them at 11. Can you tell me real quick? It is the Portland Trail Blazers and the San Antonio Spurs. Both, by the way, uh, yeah, so don't worry, don't worry about it. Four straight by the while. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So they don't got to worry about the Trail Blazers. The Trail Blazers are just trying to just get through this season rebuilding with uh, Anthony. And that guy is a beast. Um, but, but, but uh, yeah, I think maybe, maybe you said the Trail Blazers and the UJ again. And the Spurs. And the Spurs. Nah, I don't know about the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs just, just beat the Lakers. I love though. the Spurs, man. I really do. I really love the Spurs. I mean, I, like, I, like I, mean I, don't, I don't really like the Spurs too much. Like, I only really like really? about three players there. Yeah, I, don't, I only like Murray and, like, Lonnie Walker and Kellen Johnson solid, too. Lonnie so, like, Walker. I mean, I, I like myself. I mean, you know, myself is nice, too. 
He's okay. Vassell's not bad. Vassell's not bad. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, and Jacob Porter's not that bad either. You know, big man, give yes. you some points, some solid rebounding. Eh, not that I think I think that the Pelicans are are good. I, I think that they're in pretty good shape, especially if they can kind of keep up some of this momentum to finish tenth. But yeah, nah, they've been going crazy, bro. My Do you gosh. see them making it out of the playing game, as in like making it to the playoffs? Uh depends. It really depends on um okay. Let me give you a scenario really quickly. You just uh, answer. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say seven through eight. I'm gonna say the uh the Timberwolves. Mm, I'm gonna say they, they lose to the Clippers and in a in a play in. Yeah, in a play in. And then yeah. Lakers and Pelicans. Who, who are you calling for that game? Lakers and Pelicans, because they just blew I mean, my you the Pelicans right now. I mean, look, like, okay. like, I mean, how, how could you really ever go against LeBron? You know what I'm saying? But but you gotta yes. go with the Pelicans, considering what they just did to the Lakers like <laughs> a few days ago. Okay. This, yes. This and now, 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 now like, a, oh, go ahead. Being like 34, like 34, I believe. Yeah. Or, they were just doing. Man, was, and mind you, now the Lakers actually played well that fourth quarter. To kind of make the lead not as bad as it was, because they were blowing yes. out the Lakers, and then <laughs> yeah. yeah, now Lakers kind of stepped up in the fourth quarter. So, mm. but, but like they was like now nah, they like they was putting hands and feet on the Lakers, and LeBron was playing. Damn. So it, it was like, the like feet part, bro, oh bro, like they was nah, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. As a Nets fan, I would even want to see the Pelicans right now. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Like they like they just good all around. Like it's like that team has no weakness as of right now. And that's why, if I was them, I don't think I'm bringing back Zion. And if I do, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying like to trade him. I'm talking about just for like the rest of this season. And if I do, I'd probably just have him come come off the bench for the rest of this year. If I'm if I'm being real, because like the rotation that they have right now, the starting five, I I, I wouldn't want to mess with that. Yes, right now. Yes. Now, obviously, you know, you know, next season, you know, then Zion healthy, Zion gotta get thrown in there, obviously. But so late in the season, it wouldn't really make sense to shake things up and then possibly risk mm-hmm. missing out on like the plane or something like that. Because Zion's gonna affect that whole first unit in terms of, you know, like he's gonna probably take like a bulk of the shots, you know, like he's gonna want to be in like paint, which is gonna affect uh, Jonas. So, yeah, I would probably bring him off the bench. But yeah, the Falcons are solid. And last question, you know, let's say this happens: Tim Wolves and Pelicans. Tim's at home for playing. Who do you see going through? I'd go with the Pelicans, but I'd rather the Timberland. Uh, but I'd rather the Timberwolves win. But I think that I think that the Pelicans, like if it's played right now, I think that the Pelicans win. But okay. I'd rather see the Timberwolves though. I like watching them more. You know, I, I like seeing Ann yes. Edwards, D, uh, D'Lo, and Cat. I think you know it's like a more fun team to watch. But mm-hmm. in terms of if you want quality basketball, I think as of right now, obviously we don't know what things are going to be like in the like, next seventeen games. But as of right now, I think that the Pelicans can give like let's say the Suns because then wouldn't they be playing the Suns right? Uh, yes. Like if they like it, in, yeah. I think that they can give the Suns a, a a pretty competitive series. Whereas I don't really think that the Timberwolves would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like yo, like 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 I can see the Timberwolves losing. In like five, I can see the Pelicans pushing it to like a game six. Okay, yeah. I can see that too. I actually could definitely see that too. Definitely yeah. see that. So you know, You're what right? Fact, Pelicans, well, Pelicans. Let here. me see the Pelicans beat the beat the Timberwolves. Yeah, because I, I love the NBA playoffs, bro. Okay. Oh, so right. wait, so wait, real quick, real quick. Five minutes into OT, right? Yes. Did five you? Oh, okay, so 
Yeah, so on uh, TikTok, right, House of Highlights, they, um, like, I guess somebody sent them a video or they were at uh, the Bucks uh, practice facility. It wasn't today. It was, like, last week, right? And mm. somebody asked Drew Holiday what should be added into the All-Star weekend. And it was the same question that we talked about. It was either horse yes. or 1v1. Yes. And, and I was like, where they got that question That's from? crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. But, yeah, nah, but he, but he did say, like, 1v1. Yeah, because you know, it's like, you know, yeah, yo, because like, because like, that's like a bit more personal. Yo, NBA, add that 1v1 tournament, man. That would be tough. You call him, you know, like king of the court. Imagine you just known as king of the court. Like, yo, like, Mm -hmm. nobody could beat you like one on one, bro. I'm telling you, players, I'm telling you, players, players would much rather do, do, no, actually, I'm like, I think that, I think that a lot of players would duck that if I'm being real. Really? Why? Yeah, man, because you don't want to lose 1v1. It's embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. That's the score. Like everybody's in the least shooter here. Let's be honest here. Yeah, but but somebody got to lose. <laughs> you don't see the, the offseason workouts where they just be hitting shots, just just yeah. Like shots. But that's not. But that's not in front of a thousand. Like, but that's not in front of thousands of fans and for like a trophy. Still, you know what I'm saying? Though. Like, you know, like things might get a little chippy. You know what I'm saying? Like people might start fouling when like, when like, they lose then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, know, man. right? <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, dear. All right. Yes, okay. Yes. So, yes, six minutes at the OT. Let's finish off with the NBA score lines. We'll look quickly Talk before we me. end off the show. We'll mention before the Jazz lost 103 to 111. Can you believe that? So, we had 23 points from Spencer Dimwit. That guy has been a good pickup for this, uh, the Mavericks so far. 35 oh. points, six rebounds, 16 rebounds. Sorry, I'm showing him 10 rebounds and seven assists from my guy Luka Doncic. 13 points from Dwight Powell, 21 points from Dorian Finney Smith. And for the losing team, 17 from Donovan Mitchell, 21 from Bogey, 13 from Royce O'Neal, and 12 and 13 from my guy Rudy Gobert. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Jordan Carson off the bench with 19 points. Now, Will, join me in saying this. Dun, 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 dun. Ola Depot. Ola Depot. <laughs> that boy was looking sharp. He was looking sharp, yo. Sharp in his debut. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I know what you're going to say. Oh my goodness. Don't get too excited. Ola Depot is trying. I don't give a damn because one, I like seeing people play. It's a nice field goal story to have. That's really not what I was going to say. Okay. That's all I heard. That's really not what I was going to say. And no. I didn't even talk. But okay. Don't forget go, it. Go like, on, yo, on, this guy, on. yo, he's been clowning old people before he came back. And it's a nice field goal story to have and see a player who's been away from the NBA for so long to come back and have a nice. Didn't he play last story. year? He did. What do you mean, gone but for so he's, long? He hasn't played like since 238. He, it's been 200 days plus. Mm. Yeah, yeah, look, man. Days. Look, man. I deserve to clown him after we saw <laughs> them rebound. I mean, him shooting at the Barclay Center. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. He deserves well, he to be clowned. Stuff. Actually, actually, <laughs> let's talk about that right now. Oh, no. We could talk about that on Wednesday. We could talk about that on Wednesday. Oh my gosh, he prolonged. Listen, guys, he ducked the last episode and now he want to prolong it for another episode. Oh my god, what okay, you want? What I'm you want, bro? Listen. What you want, bro? What you want, bro? No, 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 no,
even without Butler, without Tucker. Okay, that's not what I thought that you were gonna say. That is not what I thought you were gonna say. I'm dead. You are you stupid, fam? Less of that. I don't care about KD coming back. Yo, Cabe, Gabe Vincent, you feel me? That's who you should be worried about. Caleb Martin. <laughs> Yo, all jokes aside, guys, it was a great atmosphere for my first basketball game. Shout out to Will for making that happen. But geez, Louise, that was fun. Seeing these guys get cooked in real life. Did not expect it to be that fun to watch. We got my 15 in the first quarter. As much as 15 again, I believe, in the second quarter. Came back with our deep squad that we do have. And now I have bragging rights for at least one game in person against this bum. So yeah, they have it. You said what? Luigi. <laughs> he cheated. Yo, oh my goodness. He said the ref, the ref, Yo, the ref was just giving y'all like every call. So oh my gosh. The ref was giving us every call. Yo, guys, this guy said that Bam wasn't that guy. He dropped 30 points on his man, his all-star center, Andre Jumbo, who had like what four rebounds that game. Yo, he even bet me before the game that he would have more boards than Bam. Like Nah, that's psych. I lied, okay? This guy was raving about LaMarcus Aldridge. This guy had two points the whole entire night. He might as well have put me in the game. I would have scored a jumper before he did. I'm not going to hold you. Can you believe that? KD, give him his props. He was cooking. Yes, he was. But so was my guy, Bam Adebayo. 30-piece point. No one can go out Tyler Harrell. He in four. Like I said before, you feel me? Damn, that was so fun. Y'all are ass, okay? Just wait till Ben Simmons comes back. <laughs> that was so fun. You feel me? Just, I'm not worried about no Ben Simmons. Get the hell right, out of good. here. Good. All right. Let's get back to the matter at hand. So he beat the Rockets good, at home. Good, bro. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons locks up your best player. Forget Facts. about forget about we're we're off that. You you lost L. You feel me? L. That's all right. 21 points from just <laughs> 21 points from Jimmy Butler, seven rebounds. We had 18 from Bam and 10 rebounds. 13 from Duncan Robinson. That's actually a good game for him. 11 for Tucker. We had 31 points off the bench from Tyler Harrell. Can you believe that? And my guy, Victor Oladeeps, 11 points. And for the Rockets, who were hitting jump shots everywhere. My goodness, we could not guard him in the first half. 22 from Kevin Porter Jr., 20 points from Jalen Green, 13 from Shangun, who was cooking Tucker, 16 off the bench from Josh uh, Christopher, and 14 from Kenyon Martin. All right. 76ers and Bulls. Okay, Bulls lose on the road to the 76ers behind Joel Embiid. 43 freaking points. 14 boards. 16 points from James Harden. 8 rebounds, 14 assists, double-double. 17 points from Tyrese Maxey. 12 points from Matisse Thibault. And 14 of the best from Jordan Miller. We don't care. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. I had to make sure. All right, James Harden once again. Let me me repeat that. James Harden once again, his scoreline. 16 points. 14 assists and almost a triple double with eight rebounds. Can you believe that? That's my guy. I'm sorry. Well done. Well done. All right. For the Bulls, 23 points from DeMar DeRozan, 13 from Tristan Thompson, 24 from Zach Levine, and 11 for Ayo DeSumo and Kobe White. Once again, off the bench score, 19 points. Hawks and Pistons. OT loss for the Hawks. Cannot believe these guys lost to the Pistons. How the hell do you want to make the playoffs if you're losing to Pistons on the road? That's crazy. 23 points from Jeremy Grant, 28 from Kate Cunningham for the winning team, 10 assists, six rebounds. My guy, rookie of the year, once again, compared to Jalen Green, like I said before. 19 points from Marvin Bagley, 13 off the bench from Killian Hayes. And for the Hawks, 
losing to the Pistons once again. 22 points from Bogey, 14 from Trey Young, who struggled immensely. 5 for 20? Damn, that's garbage. 15 points from DeAndre Hunter, 17 from John Collins, and 14 and 13 off the bench from Lou, Sweet Lou, and Danilo Gallinari. Spurs and Lakers. Lakers once again lose, this time on the road with no LeBron. 117 to 110. Carmelo Anthony off the bench, 17 points. 18 points from THT, 13 from Austin Reeves. Yo, quick question. What do you think about Austin Reeves real quick? AR-15. That boy is is nice. I'm not going to hold you. It's nice a bit too much. Nah, yeah, bro. He's not nice, but he's a good player, though. You know, he's a solid, you know, solid uh, contributor. Not going to be like a star in the league, but but I, I I definitely think as an undrafted rookie, I think he is, for you to be getting mm-hmm. minutes on the Los Angeles Lakers, especially yes. with, you know, and he was getting minutes early on in the, in the season, too. So, yes. you know, like, I mean, like, they're not doing too hot, but that's a team that, you know, had high expectations for like where they needed to be and he and like yo he he came in there and he and he earned minutes because I'm I'm pretty sure nobody knew who the hell he was um so mm. yeah nah yo he's solid man you know but but let's be real he's like a typical kind of you know he's a typical generally white NBA player like you know like he can shoot really well and he works really hard you know not that athletic not you know the most physically gifted but he shoots and he, he, he gonna give you effort. Let's be real. <laughs> so, so yo, bro, like, yeah, I like him. I like him. Okay, okay. 17 apiece from Malik Muck and Russell Westbrook. And for the Spurs, Deontay Murray, my guy. Once again, so 26 trash, points, 10. Who's who, Spurs are trash, you said? Yeah, Westbrook is so trash, bro. Get him out of here, bro. Oh, Get him out of so here, yeah. bro. Uh, like, he is no longer a star player. He is no longer a star. The yes, time of Wesley Westbrook being a star is over. After this year, yeah, he over. is a bench player. He, he's either a bench player or he's got to go to a team that sucks and just dominate there. Russell Westbrook is not an all-star. I've been saying this for the longest. This guy is a stat merchant, a triple-double merchant. He can't Man, get those no more. That's the same With thing. No you guys have the same brands or what? With no Braun or no Anthony Davis. And he still couldn't get it done today. He still oh looked gosh. lackluster. The guy can't hit threes. The guy is basically a power forward and a point guard's body. Okay, like, oh gosh, you know, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to get started. <laughs> okay, twenty six points from Murray, ten rebounds, and a net triple double of eight assists. Eighteen from Josh Richardson. That's not bad. Former Heat player. Eighteen from Jakob Thirteen from Keldon Johnson. Eleven from Doug McDermott. All right. Real quick. Speaking of, hold on, wait, real quick. Speaking of former That's Heat players, where the where the hell is Kendrick Nunn? He's on the Lakers. Hasn't played all season though, I believe. Still injured. Whatever. This guy, you know, and I actually want to talk about that really quickly. It's so funny how some of these guys, not just Heat players in general, but like some of these guys think they can go to another team and have the same production, which is definitely not the same for every place you go to. Because the fact of the matter is. Let me give you an example. James Johnson. When he came to or maybe, us, or maybe it was for money. It was maybe for money. Or also maybe possibly a championship as well, too. That James Johnson, before he came to us, he was doing nothing with the Raptors. He came to us, he had his whole office playbook opened. I'm not gonna lie. He left, he did nothing again. Same hold thing. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. You Question know? James Johnson. Hold on, wait, wait. James Johnson got a playbook. He no, he was able to be more free with his his offensive abilities, like dribble, bring the ball up. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see him do I'm that. About in say, because I'm about to say because I'm not seeing that in Brooklyn. So 
I'd like, I mean, you know, like, let me know what, you know, like what play packages that he's good with. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm not, it's, it's funny. It's just funny how these players think they can go there a different place and have the same kind of impact. Like, come on now. It's not going to happen that way. So if you want to have more play T or more, you know, more playing time, you stay with the same team and see if things go the same way. If you want more money or a championship, you do what Kendrick Knight did. Simple ass. Simple ass. Hmm. Knicks and Kings right on the score is 23 to 38. Knicks are losing. Who you got? You see a Knicks come back in this game? Eh, nah. Nah. I mean, like Mitchell enough. Robinson, Mitchell Robinson actually kind of pissing me off because the guy is basically in foul trouble already. I need oh, this guy to give me nine points tonight. I mean, the oh, I mean, like the freaking Sacramento Kings allowed like allow like uh 26 points per game to centers and this guy got zero because the guy can't stay out of foul trouble man got two fouls already it's the first quarter well second quarter with nine minutes left Knicks aren't coming back bro Knicks is garbage Knicks 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 bro Knicks don't even Knicks Knicks don't don't even have a big man for real right now because he's on mm. two fouls, so they don't want him to foul out. Then the rookie Jericho Sims is on three fouls. So now you're telling me that you gotta have Taj Gibson guarding uh Sabonis? Are you kidding me? That's slow. Stop it. That's slow. Stop right now, it. the Nuggets are up by four against the Warriors. Do you see them holding on for a victory? 115-111. They should have won this. I mean, I didn't think it'd be this close. I mean, the Warriors have no Steph, no Clay, no Andrew Wiggins. No Andre Iguodala. I mean, who hasn't been anyways? Then I know Draymond Green. How the hell are the Warriors still in this game? The Warriors are a deep team, man. You got Jordan Poole was going off. I was about to go crazy on Jordan Poole. But you know what? That's my guy. I can't go crazy on Poole. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. You know, he came back, did what he had to do. And, um, yeah, now nah, look, the Warriors are a deep team. And to me, they are still the favorites to win the West. Okay. And I think, like, even, I think even, even if they lose this game tonight, like, this result right here, like, that they're able to keep up with Denver, who, who Denver aren't a great team, uh, considering the injuries that they have. But, you know, you're still playing the MVP, Jokic, who's coming off of like a, what, 40 or 30-point triple-double the other day. Or that's no last night. And, last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, and, and you're basically playing him with some bench guys and, and some guys from, from the Santa Cruz Warriors. So, yeah, now, nah, like, they're deep. They are indeed. They are indeed. All right, really quickly before we go. Nets and Hornets Nets. for tomorrow's matchups. Who you got? Nets. Cavs and Pacers. You guys are struggling right now. You can't really say that right now, to be honest. You really can't. Cavs. Cavs. All right, Suns and Magic. Suns. Pelicans and Grizz. That's going to be a good game, actually. <laughs> can, we, can you believe we're saying that's going to be a good game? Damn. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Give me the Pelicans. Give, give me the Pelicans. Give me the Pelicans on the road too. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I don't know how they're gonna stop. I don't know how the hell they're gonna stop Java Moranto. So don't worry, they got something for them. They're gonna put um Jose Alvarado on him. It's yeah, over. Right, you might you might just put me on John Moranto and shit. <laughs> Jose <laughs> Alvarado. It's not <laughs> soccer. Um. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Okay, I'm just gonna continue. On. <laughs> what the Bucks and Thunder? Oh my God, Bucks, of course. Clippers and Warriors. Who cool. Warriors on a back to back? Um, but that's probably why they rested Steph Clay and them. So give me the Warriors, cause yeah, and I'm taking whatever over under for Steph, cause Steph loves to play the LA team. So yes, okay. 
And there you have it for tonight's Oh my gosh, he did it again. He did it again. Anyways, guys, what a great, great show episode once again. Will, do you have anything to say for all the people in the random out there? Nope. Got nothing to say to y'all except for make sure that y'all just keep coming back. Make sure y'all even good likes on the uh, videos you guys, you know, doing. Uh, you know, keep supporting, and we're giving you guys great content. We will be back Wednesday because, you know, I'm I'm surprised that he didn't bring up the Ben Simmons thing. Um, but yeah, no, we're definitely gonna touch upon that on Wednesday because I'm I'm actually starting to get a little pissed off. And you know, you guys know that Ben Simmons is is my favorite point guard, and and I've been saying this from when he was on the Sixers, not just because he's on the Nets. But yeah, I'm you know I'm starting to get pissed off, so I don't want to miss how I'm I'm gonna rant on Wednesday. No, I, 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 I try to purposely save that for the closer the date got. So that's the reason why. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Dang. But anyways, dang, guys. Jokic have another triple-double? Oh, my goodness. My Here we go again. Gosh, bro. Jesus. Crazy once again. Jokic guys, is, is what uh, Westbrook wants to be. Here he goes again. Just keep on talking nonsense. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Why you keep on, why you keep on slandering these players? Like, come on. Give them a rest, bro. Give them a rest. Give them a rest. Oh, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. They, they forget. I, I can't speak for them, but they forgive you, though. I'm just saying that. All right, bet. Okay, okay, guys, we are out. Peace out.